Welcome back, everyone. Today's show is sure to be an eye-opener. We are talking about breaking internet and social media perfection. Mm. So think about your answers to the following questions. Why is it so hard to embrace yourself for who you really are? Why is it so hard for you to accept a compliment? Mm. Why, when you look into the mirror, you see your flaws first? Oh, yes. Why do you compare yourselves to others? People do it all the time. And why are you quick to use filters than show your natural face? Oh, my goodness. That one? Right. So God doesn't make mistakes. So why are we so hard on ourselves? Why Mm. don't we see the miracle that God has made that is us? That's right. There are many subjects that can be discussed, but on this first go around on this topic, we will be speaking on one that we have direct experience with. So get ready because it's about to get real. Get real. You feel like a vacation. You feel like everything I've been wanting and waiting for. And every day I'm wanting more. Even though we had a minor slip ups, we are never, ever, ever giving up. Got the modern gene, the kind of love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Show Up and Show Out podcast. Yeah, what's up, people? It's your girl, Michael. And Javon. And we have a really good topic today. At least we think so. Right, right. Um, One that's going to make you think. One that's going to make you actually go, ooh. And Mm -hmm. uh, one that hopefully will allow you to kind of, I don't know, take a kind of... uh, a good look at your own life. Yeah, and I would say what make you, you embrace yourself. Yeah, make a little you bit embrace more. yourself. How make you look you, at yourself. There you go. Yeah. Embrace yourself, how you look at yourself, mm-hmm. and really ask the question are you being authentic to who you truly are? Right. Not to someone else, but to yourself. Exactly. So, in today's age of internet and social media, and it's many ways that try to fake you perfect. It's very easy to fall into the trap of comparing yourself to others. Being perfect is shoved down our throats Mm. constantly, and it's very hard not to get sucked into that narrative. Which we do every day. Every day. I feel like we see it with women more than men, but I don't know. Javon, do you think men have the same pressures that women do to look perfect or have the perfect body, hair, skin? I think they do. You do? I think they do. It just depends on the man. Okay. Um, but yeah, there are men out here who are like that. I mean, me myself, I'm very metrosexual, but I wouldn't say that I'm to that point. I just so you like don't it. see yourself comparing yourself to what you see. Well, first of all, you don't have social media. You your social media is my social media. Right. But you don't see yourself like comparing yourself to men on TV ads, magazines, and things like that, or. Do you even? I can't see do myself that? doing it because at the end of the day, I can strive to maybe be like someone else, but there's only one me, right. and I want to be the true definition of me to the fullest. I will co-sign on that. So, you say that a you lot. know, in God's image that He made me, mm-hmm. I want to be the best me. Right. Me trying to be the best of somebody else. I can't be the best of somebody else because I don't know what struggles and what they had, to, all they had to do to get where they are at. Mm-hmm. So. I can't really say that's that's something I would do. Right. Now, to each his own, do what you want to do. Right. But for me, it doesn't work that way. 
Right. I mean, I think, like like you said, I think that it does de- depend on the guy. But I definitely feel that for right. women. Yeah, women do it. Yeah. Women, you know, I think that media really targets women more so than men in a way. We're always put out there. We always have these stereotypes to live up to the perfect body, the perfect right. hair, the perfect skin, the perfect right. clothes. And, and, and it's like that with men. I just think it's on a different it's level. a different level it's because it's women put, are always put out there think right. about it women are even put on men's advertisement well that's what and that's what i was you know what say. i mean right right so because everything when you look at how things are portrayed in the media and on tv and everything even when there's a lot of advertisements they want to make sure that they use like women to kind of gear right to pull a man in right you know exactly. so you're you're absolutely right in so, saying most women women are used most of the times but there are times that the men have to you know portray a certain image and live up to a certain image just like i agree the whole thing with with rappers and and having all this money and stuff like it's a mindset that as a man you have to have a certain amount of money and that's where that big ego comes in because you're trying to sit there and be like everybody else Everybody's trying to trying to vie for who's going to have the most money or can I be bigger than you? And so when with more money becomes more problems. But you have you, you have your drug dealers out here. You have your rappers out here. You have. And those are the people in the wrong way as far as some of the images, just depending on the person, because I ain't going to put that really on rappers. And, and not every drug dealer is a bad person. They got to do what they got to do. But that's the image that you're brought up to believe that these certain things that you're seeing is the way that you should be living your life as a man. So I guess men have a different, a different, a different thing that they're that they're trying to size themselves up, up to, to or right. compare themselves up right. to. I'm more so thinking about appearance, and I think that women most definitely have that whole psyche of i have to look a certain way it's always something new with regards to you -hmm. know what you do with your hair what you do with your face botox wrinkles i can't get i can't age i can't have you know that's i think that definitely is something that women deal with more so than men because it's literally shoved down our throats in every aspect in every way especially with social media yeah i think that's true to a point because i think there are men who also deal deal now i'm just saying in my opinion i I think that's true to a point because i feel like there are men who actually have to go through that because think about these young kids that are in school who are being bullied because they don't look a certain way yes you know that is true but then you also have adults who may not have to deal with that world of being in school but may have to deal with that work you know, or or some level of group of friendship, but trying to be a, around a certain amount of friends, they want to hold themselves to that person's standard. The same way that women have to have to embody themselves, being a certain, looking a certain way. Yeah, but women are the ones that are out there plastered on everything with certain types of bodies. And I'm not, and I'm and not denying that. Like you, you, you certain, don't have to certain, one up me. Women I'm not already one up being, oh, I'm okay, just saying just that sure. I think that women are the ones that are plastered out there everywhere. Oh, and that most is why definitely. women always are growing up with this complex that we have to look a certain way, even right. down to when you first start playing with dolls and you get True. your first Barbie doll. True. We are comparing ourselves True. like we have to look like that. And I say that, one, because I am a female. I am a woman. And I know for sure that when I was a child, 
I was always looking at these dolls, at the cartoons, at right. the soap operas, everything else, models, etc., and comparing myself. Mm. And, you know, for me, I have never been one that, you know, I've always kind of been a natural girl. I've never really been one that's been all into makeup or wearing, a, you know, wearing a lot of makeup or Thank altering God. my appearance, <laughs> <laughs> altering my appearance when it comes to, you know, my hair, my nails. It's always been I want to be natural. I remember right. growing up and the Lee Press on Nails first came out and everybody was trying to get those. And I was like, uh, well, first of all, my nails grow pretty fast and they've always been really long naturally. But I never wanted to even dabble in that because I did never wanted to have something fake right on my body you know what i mean um so for me i've always been kind of a natural person but i definitely feel like it's a personal decision as a female where you sit there and decide for yourself okay i see this in tv or magazine or Mm -hmm. social media or whatever Mm -hmm. and this is supposed to be quote unquote beautiful air quotes guys or perfect right. air quotes um and then you try to measure yourself up to that and then emulate that right and i think that you know a lot of women feel pressured subconsciously to like be this perfect whatever right. you know what i mean right and um when actually, you know, internet, and I'm more so talking about nowadays where you have the internet and, and social media where a lot of stuff is photoshopped mm-hmm. and filters and enhanced. And so what you're seeing is not even real. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. back in the day, magazines, Photoshop stuff, and you kind of knew, oh, they Photoshopped right. that. But now on the internet, you can literally get a dab blame filter on your phone while you are videotaping and it completely mm. changes what you look like. Um, and it's instantaneous gratification right. with regards to making yourself feel quote unquote pretty or feel beautiful or whatever. Um, I, I know one time I seen, um, because you know, I like to always watch like the black and white movies and, oh, yeah. and usually when I'm, wa- I'm watching the black and white movies, um, like on Turner Network classic, uh, I'm saying it wrong. TCM. TCM. Yeah. Turner classic <laughs> <laughs> uh, network. Um, they, a lot of times they don't have like just your regular type of commercials. Their commercials are really explaining about certain future features that right. are coming up. Um, or they might talk about maybe some, you know, go down the lines, a memory lane about how a person used to be a certain, how an image used to be. Now there was one thing I did see a few weeks ago where, um, guys had to pre- present themselves in a certain image. This was back probably like, maybe in the 1950s or 60s mm-hmm. but it was all the rave were the guys who were beefcake guys who oh. were all cut up and right, blonde right. and looked a certain way right. had a certain looks and so that's what the image everyone was striving to be like to be and if like. you didn't look like them mm-hmm. then you got passed over oh wow you know mm-hmm. and that's just that's just you know that was the thing right you know, unless you just but of course, there were you know ways where other people did look good and stuff. But right. that was the main. That was the image. That was the image. The right. main purpose of how most men wanted to be like, or they felt like, hey, you have to grow up to be this way. You want if you want to get girls mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I guess we we can can re- relate to what women feel, but not to the extent. To the extent, yeah, because it goes a whole lot deeper with women. Definitely, and I feel you know for me when I see all these filters, like one thing that mm-hmm. I don't do is use filters on social media. I don't right. care how bad I might think I look. Right. 
I don't use filters and one huge reason why is because women have enough to compare themselves with these days or to these days and I don't want to add to that. Like, I want them to see who I really am. You know right. what I mean? I want them to see, yes, my face looks like this on this particular day. And it, and it's not that I'm, you know, my eyes are truly this color. You know, mm. my nose is really this shape. Right. I don't want to sit there and alter anything because I think that we compare ourselves enough. So why am I going to add to that? Um, and then, too, you know, I think that filters, you know, they kind of give a bad rep, especially nowadays. Like, I heard this thing where... Texas put a band on it because people were able to use filters. And then when they tried to, you know, um, like for, for police work and such, they didn't look like like themselves. And so they banned it for a little bit. I think it might, they might've changed it a little bit now and they can use them again, but literally they banned it. And I think there's another state (coughs) that did the same thing. Wow. (coughs) As far as I'm about to say something, that was just happening. Father said, Nope, don't go down. That was the spirit. Um, Uh, Nope. I don't even understand how you can do something like that because you're supposed to have all this technology to be able to, you know, hey, mm-hmm. if you if you are who you are, you're supposed to be able to, you know, right. especially in the police force, you should be able to. You got the I FBI, don't know, all but this. Were, Y'all should I don't be able know to all the particulars break on it that. down and remove how this person right. looks. And if they're if they're prince in the system, you should be able to figure out who they are anyway. I don't know the breakdown of the whole scenario, but yeah, I do. That's strange. I do know that there was something out recently crazy. where a, so a couple of states had banned them using mm. filters um, because of facial recognition. Wow. So just saying, I don't, you know, I don't know all the particulars, but I know that. Was I mean, I can there. understand why, because when you when you look on social media, I know there was a day you were showing me um, what I don't get is. And I mean, and I ain't gonna say I don't get it because I understand it's it's there are a lot of wounds in mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. that they've had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I never understood. I don't mind some makeup. Right. But when you just throw a whole lot of makeup on your face to the, yeah. yeah. And you're a totally different looking person. Right. And when you take it off, you look different. That's, that's scary within itself. That is scary. Because I want the real you. Right. You know, I don't want the fake you. And then when you put on all this makeup, you know, it doesn't, it's like you're covering, you're covering up your confidence. Well, and to the but you see, know, and to the women but that, that are doing makes you it, feel better. I was gonna say to the yeah. women that are doing yeah. it, it's I mean, giving them confidence, not, not covering up the confidence, but you're you're basically trying to cover up your insecurities. That's right. what I meant to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, and it's giving them it's a giving them confidence, com- a different type but it's of confidence. really a false confidence right. because right. Right. you only have it when you right. have on the makeup. Right. All right. So I just want to say that I definitely have had issues with my own body image, and mm. more so recently, it's been in the last couple of years where menopause has stripped my ability to maintain my healthy weight and or lose the weight that I gained from being from menopausal hormonal what have you mm. um but I'm gonna save that conversation for another okay. another a different episode because <laughs> we can get I definitely want to do a, a podcast episode about um the struggles of menopause because it's something right. that i that came from left field for me that i did not know and you babe i know sure. we we can we can do a two-part right? on that one um, the struggles of what women do with menopause and the struggles of the man the men, with that woman you ain't never lied because <laughs> it it definitely came Ooh. from left field with things i was not expecting right. but um 
What I do want to focus on with regards to this episode is another topic that's pretty close to my heart Mm -hmm. that I have had my own personal experience with as well as you because you were there when I went through this process and that is my natural hair journey. And it actually was kind of a fluke because I really wasn't planning on going natural. So, but I'll, I'll come back to that. So first of all, let me explain to listeners that might not know what in the heck I'm talking about when I say mm-hmm. naturally curly journey, right? So for you folks that have no clue what I'm talking about, for people of color, especially black women, you know, we we have just, well, let me just say this, back in the early 2000s is where we really started trying to embrace mm-hmm. our natural hair. Right. Prior to that, the way it worked was when you got a certain age, you know, first of all, mm. you would have your hair just in braids. You know, right. you see little black girls with little blade braids right. in their hair and pigtails and balls and the whole nine barrettes, etc. And then when you got to a certain age, your mom would take you to the salon or at home and you would get a, the creamy crack, which is a relaxer. And it would relax. <laughs> and the creamy, the crack. creamy crack. Wow. It would relax your yeah. curls yeah. to make it straight. Right. Okay. With the hot with the hot comb. No, no. Not with hot the hot comb, comb? The hot comb was before Four. creamy crack. Man, I remember the hot comb. I t- I'm about to get into the hot Ooh, comb. Don't be I sit so on the stove. I remember the hot comb. <laughs> I would. Um, but, you know, before you, were be- before you got of age to right. get a relaxer, you would get your hair pressed and mm-hmm. or use the hot comb. The and you would put the hot comb mm-hmm. on the stove. Your mom would do that thing. That thing would sizzle, put the grease right? on. I remember that but whole it, it thing. But it went through your hair so smooth Make when it that so don't hit smooth, it. And you would get, yes. it would straighten, straighten out it. your yep. kinky, curly Curls. It would hair. It straight. All right? That's right. And why did we do this, you ask? Because of media. Because of the culture that we lived mm-hmm. in. The culture that we lived in, white culture, was all straight hair. Right. And, you know, we felt like we had to fit in, be part of that, look like them. And I remember I would I was a little girl and I would put slips, you know, the little slips that you wear under your dresses. I would put those on my hair, my head sometimes and act like I had straight hair. I would put towels on my head and act like I had straight hair. (laughs) And a lot of little black girls did this. And we didn't see an image of ourselves with our natural curly hair anywhere, really, in, in the media, like even with dolls. Even the dolls had straight hair. Right. I remember my Barbie doll, Christy, the black girl, she had straight hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so that we really didn't see our ourselves in the in the media, in our toys and things like that with right. with our naturally curly hair. So, you know, back into the early two thousands. Um, is when really naturally naturally curly hair started, you know, to pop off a little bit. But let me give you a little, you talked about the hot comb. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you sure how did. long sure did. this whole us conforming Go has been it. going on. Go for the facts. Give us the facts. The straightening the facts. comb, y'all, right. was created back in the 1800s by Francois Martel Grateau. And then in the early 20th century, new tools were created, like different stylers, the curling iron. So not just the comb where it straightened your hair, Mm -hmm. but actually curled your hair. And then hair growers. And then there was a product that was made from lye. First of all, lye hurts 
Okay, let me just say that it burns. L Y E that burns. Anyway, so it's a chemical, and you know stuff that you put in the perms. That's what I'm trying to get. Right, 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 right. So a product was made from lye, and it's a chemical. It was a chemical straightener, and therefore, and that was made by Garrett Augustus Morgan Sr. And that chemical it's a chemical relaxer, but it Mm -hmm. also, you know, people started nicknaming it the creamy crack. Okay. And I think it actually came about with that name in, in, a, in a documentary series. And I'm not really sure who did it. I think it was Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said the creamy crack because once you got on that relaxer. I remember that documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Once you got once you got the relaxer, mm-hmm. you had to keep getting it. Right. You did. You because did. you would get that new growth. Once it started to grow out, and the minute you got that new growth, mm-hmm. your curls were like, hey, I'm back. Yep. So you would have to go back for or your touch-ups. go touch back ups, to that snappy-nappy. Whatever it was, right? right? Um, you would still have to go right. back and get touch-ups. So I got my first relaxer when I was in sixth grade. And I remember I was so frigging excited because prior to that, I was going to the salon and getting my hair straightened. Mm-hmm. And so my hair, when I was a little girl, was very thick and very long. And I remember we had gone into the salon and my hairstylist at the time pulled my mom aside and was like, look, I'm going to have to start getting her, giving her a relaxer because her hair is just getting too long. It's too thick for me to straighten it. And I have all these other customers. It's just taking too much time. Right. So my mom was like, okay, I'll go ahead and get her the relaxer. And I remember I was so freaking excited because mm-hmm. I was like, yes, I won't have to sit in this dad blame chair as long. I won't have to have my hair be curly and it'll it'll be straight, right. you know, and I can look like all my little, you know, white friends. I can be have straight hair and go out there and shake that jank. And, you know, <laughs> it was just so exciting to me. Wow. So I got my first relaxer before sixth grade. And when I took that picture from my sixth grade jump, my hair was all down my back and mm-hmm. curl. You couldn't tell me nothing. Mm. I knew I was the, you know what, the, the business. Yes, the sir. Yeah. And a lot of other little black girls felt the same way. You know what I mean? We didn't have to. We didn't have to have our hair, our hair in braids anymore, pigtails. Right. Right. We could actually have it loose, which most right. little white girls have their hair loose. Right. Since they were, you know, toddlers, you know what I mean. I, now I also think too that that the creamy crack was also made. It was basically targeted towards black women because oh, definitely. Because if you think about definitely the the culture of our hair, right, it's more like cotton. Uh, you know, it's than, thick. It's thick. Yeah, it's, it's very thick. nappy, but it's very very fine curls. Well, yeah. not always. Well, not always. Just depending on the person. Yeah, hair. depending but on the texture again, of the hair. That was targeted towards the hair. Yes. That you couldn't manage, that you couldn't right. get a comb through the exactly. right way. Exactly. You know, versus white people being able to get the comb through a little bit easier. Now, they have their struggles too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, everybody has hair problems. They have their struggles yeah, too. Totally. But for black people, it was 10 times worse. Yes, I definitely feel, and especially with the, like I said, with the pressures of just mm-hmm. outside influence saying that our hair was too hard to do. Like, literally, y'all. Right. I could not go into. Do y'all remember the hair cuttery? This is dating me, but hair cuttery's been out for a while. But wow, right? Not the hair cuttery. <laughs> but I remember <laughs> one time we went to a hair cuttery because we couldn't. We, I don't think we had a stylist at the time, and my mom was like, well, "Let's just try to get your hair done here." And we had to ask the girl, "Did she do black hair?" And she did not. She didn't know how to do black hair. 
even though in cosmetology school, when you're going to get your license, you have right. to like, I think, I don't know. Now I don't know for sure how long they keep, like how long the black hair section is of the book, right. but it must not be that in depth because <laughs> a lot of places we went that was not a black salon. They literally were like, I can't do her hair. So wow. that should say something to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was very embarrassing. I remember going in these places that they couldn't do my hair. Um, so definitely the creamy crack was for us blacks. You know yeah. what I mean? Or people of color because there's Latinos that Latinas and that also have, you know, thick the type of hair. Yeah. The hard hair. to manage hair type of so, hair. So who mm-hmm. um, so, like I said before, 2000s is when the whole, literally, like, the natural hair journey thing, like, just exploded. Right. Where you had a lot of people that were going to a new thing called social media, right? So, mm-hmm. YouTube. I remember I used to binge watch those YouTube videos of how to go natural. And it was a big thing because you have to think about it. Literally, I started my natural hair journey back in 2009. I had had creamy crack since my sixth grade year that's a long freaking time to be putting a chemical in your hair and side note even some of the men used to use the you ain't never lied you know get them perms get that nice straight hair trying to you know trying to look all gq because they wanted to look a certain image like a lot of you know that's where you had the situation where in the black culture it was light skin versus darker skin even though we that's were a, all that's black, the podcast. <laughs> even though we're all black, yeah. If your skin was lighter than the next person, you had your hair looked a certain way, or because you were mixed, maybe your hair texture was a little different, right? So if you had darker skin and you had that true nappy hair, you wanted your hair to, you know, look right. like you know one of the five heartbeats out this too. Uh-uh, not five. <laughs> Much like this, I wish yeah. raindrops would fall. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Y'all oh know y'all my goodness, bro! That. that was the classic show. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so that or like on Malcolm X. Yes, remember like when yes. the movie Malcolm X yes. with um, Denzel and they did that. I do. So, um, so again, this whole natural hair journey thing started, and a lot of black women took to the internet and social media to educate other people about their natural hair journey because we kind of just wanted to see what our real hair looked like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we've been getting it permed and or relaxed for so long. And we wanted to see what did our normal hair that grew out of our head at the right. roots look like. And that's kind of where this whole thing started. And also, those women wanted to allow the opportunity for them to share their journey so that, you know, they could allow other women to dive into that world mm-hmm. of naturally curly hair and embrace right. what they were created with. Right. You know, what came out of their hair naturally? So I remember I had a couple of favorites when I first started on the whole YouTube journey. And do you remember? Name some of them favorites. I got, I got you. Okay. I got that? you. But hold one second. Uh-huh. Hold one second. Do you remember <laughs> when I first started or when I said I was going to start doing your hair? Like Start going natural? Because I remember coming to you and asking uh... you. I was like, hey, what do you think? Do you remember what you told me? I don't remember what I told you. You were like, whatever you want to do is fine. It's your hair. Right. And I was like, 
and this is going to come, this is going to be important later on, but I was like so happy that you said that because there were people out there that men out there, black men out there that did not, won't feel in the whole naturally curly thing and that naturally curly journey that some women were going on. So I was really, really happy that you said that. Um, but anywho, hmm. some folks. I didn't know that. Yeah, some, some folks. Some feel like that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some folks that really helped me. I need me. to tighten up, fellas. Mm-mm. Tighten up. Some some folks that really helped me early on. There was, and, th- and she is still out there. She actually mm-hmm. has her own. This just shows you how this has become so huge. Right. She actually has her own hair, naturally curly line now. But Natural 85 is someone okay. that I used to watch all the time because she liked natural products, which I'm a natural girl through right. and through. Taryn Guy was another one. Another another um, one that I used to um, watch in the very early stages was uh, Mademoiselle Cafe Olay. Um, and I would literally watch them and all they did was do their hair, hair. y'all. Yeah. Just, just do their hair. Show you how they did it from step from, one from to the finish. In the shower. From start to the finish. In the shower, detangling, mm-hmm. putting in the product, right. what they used. <clears throat> and I look back at that and I'm like, that is so freaking sad that we did not know how to do our natural hair. Right. I remember having moments even in the very beginning. Because let me just say something. When you have the relaxer, your your enemy, your nemesis, <laughs> is water. Okay, if you have your hair straight, you ain't. Right. You are not going to get it wet. Right. So it's if it's true. raining, if it is, you know, someone's going to invite you to pool party. Ain't having, bro. If you want to have a water, uh, what is it, a, a balloon water, a I know water you're balloon about to fight. Get my, hair fat, my hair wet. You so hit, you well, must go. You must exactly. go pay for it to you get mu- done exactly. again. Exactly. Black women <laughs> would be like, I, I can't get my hair wet. Tripping. Like I remember going into a dab blame department store and it started raining outside, and I asked them for a bag. And I put that bag over my dabbling hair because I didn't want my hair to get wet. Because if your hair got wet, I don't know if, if some of y'all know, but with our hair wet with a relaxer, it just doesn't pop back up all Heck done and pretty nah. like, you know. Don't, don't start getting all fuzzy. It's fuzzy and, and frizzy and frizzy, nasty. You have yeah. to wash it all over again and you have to blow dry it and straighten it all over again. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that was not a that was not a thing. So water was our enemy. But with naturally curly hair, water is our friend. Right. And that took me a long time to flip in my brain. Mm-hmm. So when I first started the whole naturally curly journey, I would forget to put water on my hair. Oh, and also a brush. No, a comb. No, a brush. What? Is it a comb? A, a regular brush. brush. Okay. Is not your friend. A detangling brush, brush is, your, is your, friend. your friend, yeah. But a regular brush yeah. that smooths down the hair not when you have happen. a relaxer is not your friend right. when you are naturally curly. And I remember getting ready for work one day. I picked up my regular brush and started brushing my hair, and it made it. It was a huge poof. I, I had a lion's <laughs> mane, and here I was, an, a a grown woman crying because I was like. I'm going to be late for work. I don't know what to do with it. And Mm -hmm. that was the sad part. I don't have any idea how to do my hair. And I'm a grown A woman. Um, So the journey can be very daunting. And a lot of people don't want to go down that road Mm -hmm. because they know it is it's education. Like you really have to be educated on how to do your hair. You have to know what type of hair you have, which is why when you said, 
you know, zigzag. There's zigzags, there's kinks, there's regular curls, there are small curls, big curls. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole measuring system on what type of curls you have, mm-hmm. how tight they are, how loose they are. And you had to learn all that stuff and be able to get products that, you know, helped you in whatever your texture was. And you had to figure that out. Like there's a lot that went around, went, went with it. And also, I was nervous, y'all. I was in corporate America. I remember going to the two black people that were in my my area. And I was like, look, y'all, you're going to see my hair. And why did I think I had to do this? I don't even know. But... I went to them and I was like, you're going to see my hair in a ponytail for that was, that was a, your, quite a long time. That was your conscious. Right? That's what that was. Exactly. You're going to see my hair in a ponytail for quite some time because I'm trying to go natural. And they right. were like, oh, what? <laughs> Both of them were like, yeah. what? But they were like, well, we support you, girl. And for real, for real, mm-hmm. I, f- I felt, I don't know, I felt kind of uncomfortable even, even doing it. Like even allowing my hair to go through that those stages because you in were the afraid of what the outcome and how it would look and you were also afraid at how people would look at yes you. i was afraid at how mm-hmm. other people would look at me not having the straight flowy long hair right and now it's different because when you're first growing out your hair you know you gotta you People do a lot of stuff. Some people chop it all off. I did mm-hmm. not decide to do that. I went ahead and just grew it all out and would just cut the the like cut the relaxed hair out when it right. got to a certain stage, right? Um, and just continue to do that as it grew out. But all the different styles I had to do, which I learned from YouTube. <laughs> you did because you was on. I that was tip. on a whole you lot of stuff. I remember. I mean, yeah, you still got stuff popping up. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I remember my friend was a two strand twist. I did the tr- two strand twist for a very long time until my hair got really, really long, actually. And mm. then I finally was like, OK, let me try to do a wash and go. And I know a lot of you are like, what the heck are you talking about? But these are things, again, that you have to be educated right. about, you know, for I, natural hair. I will say this. I, I do. You know, I may not have been in the bathroom looking at everything you was doing, but I do. I always remember you. When you did start doing the natural curly thing and learning it, um, how invested you were in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were really invested in getting it right to trying the different products. Products, yep. I was um, a product junkie. You know, trying to figure out different, many different ways to do your hair naturally. Um, and then the, the lengthy time that oh you spent. Oh, my gosh. You ain't never lied. Doing your hair. You would literally take. All right, so Sunday is my day. I yep. want you to know. Wash day. From this time to this time, I ain't trying to be de- dealing yep. with none of y'all. I'm going to be in here doing my thing with yep. my hair. Yep. And we just usually let you be. Yeah. Because that was your thing. Unless yep. you came out the room screaming, ah, you know, then we would have something to worry about. But until then, we would let you do your thing until yep. you were done. And then you would come and ask us, so guys, what do you think? Yeah. Exactly. And the thing about it, too, like with regards to the whole corporate America and why I was scared is... There are some people, there are some businesses that that have a problem. And frown upon your hair. And frown upon right. your hair. Yep. And to the point where the more and more and more the whole naturally curly thing started to pop off throughout the early 2000s, mm. mid-2000s, and of course now, there is such a thing called the Crown Act, 
where they are trying to, and I will tell you what that is, but they're trying to get this actually in every state, signed off in every state, so that people will not get fired yeah. from their jobs now, for wearing their hair naturally curly. For before you before you say that, let me just say what the mm. Crown Act is. So the Crown Act it stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. It's a law that prohibits race-based hair discrimination, which mm. is the which is the denial of employment and educational opportunities because of hair texture or protective hairstyles, including braids, locks, twists, or bantu knots. And just with me saying that, that's geared to black folks. It is. Okay? It is. So this is what this is. And so a, a lot of states have already signed off on it. And the Crown Act is actually in, has been inducted into their particular state, et cetera. But there are a lot of states that have not. Where literally, if I go into a corporate field or, or whatever, and I have Bantu knots in my hair or twists in my hair or locks home. or braids. Or had to be, had to be told you had will, to be take it out or be sent Yep, home. they will say, take it out. You cannot wear that or you'll be fired. It's crazy because... And then we're, 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 you know, I don't, I know you're not just talking about this just to base it towards, you know, black people, because you and I both know in the corporate world, we've even seen white people get sent home. Oh, because yeah, totally. of how the hair work. Right. Which bugged, like, tripped me out. Like, yeah. what? Like, mm-hmm. like, it's just their hair. Right. Because they, you know, you know, they you, colored it they a colored certain their way hair a certain way, had you, know? It, you know, cut a certain right. way. And it yeah. was like, are you kidding me? Yep. I mean, I re- used to remember that all the time. And mm-hmm. they it, it got it has gotten so bad. It doesn't make a difference whether you're a male or a female. If they don't like your hair as well as they don't even care about the color of your skin. If you're not doing what they need you to do far as following their rules right. to their standards of how you should look in the corporate world right. to their satisfaction. For them to be satisfied, right? Then you out the door, right? You can either comply or be non-compliant, and, and if you're non-compliant, <laughs> then you SOS, yeah, right? Right? right. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? So, right. And you know, I think the crown the crown act is something that is good, right. right? That we're putting in place, but it's also very sad because we should not have to fight to wear our hair in its natural state. Right. Basically, what you're saying is, no, you can't wear your hair naturally in its natural state where it best where it actually thrives the best. Mm-hmm. You have to put chemicals in it. You have to use mm-hmm. a straightening comb. You have to do AY whatever right. to literally make it be something that it's not. Right. That's pretty freaking sad. Okay. So, so, and did you know, I have a little bit of trivia. Uh, what's that? So did you know that braids, okay, cornrows, were originally I'm you said it like that. We're going. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Go ahead. Were originally ways for slaves to capture maps. Oh, yeah. To yeah, freedom. I knew that. So what they would do is they would recreate the map in the the braids on the head, right? Was the map for and them that to was get the from map from to get to one next. location to the yeah. next. How I told you that. How freaking cool is that? I also learned that on. Yeah, TikTok, I know you learned bro. it, but remember I told you that. Yes. Yeah, you did. I was big on that because of course I used to have cornrows. Braids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Braids, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that I thought that was very, very deep. It is that deep. that, you know, we have a lot of people out here who want to have cornrows or what have you braids in their hair. But it really there's a there's a tr- a big meaning behind it what is. you're getting in your head. It's just not a fashion statement. No, it's not. Back in the days, it, it was really used for something yes, for slaves. It was. 
this is what slaves this is how slaves got from one place to the next place right and and got their freedom they knew it in their core group yeah that was the way they move without you know being being taken down by being found out being basically. found out when they're trying to run away from being in a slave but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's they had their own locations of how to get from here and get to there so that's that's just that's a big deal so just keep deal. that in mind if you don't know tell someone hey do you know you getting why you know where your cornrows come from do you know the meaning behind your cornrows yeah. or your braids and if they don't know tell them yo you need to go look it up you need to look up the deep history behind getting braids in your yeah. head it's the dopest thing ever and that's what i it love really about cool. black people because we can take things from back in the days and don't get me wrong i'm sure there are a lot of people who do know this but for the people who don't know i love how we can take culture from back in the days and create it into something good right now mm-hmm. even though it was it was used for good then but it was used for good out of a bad situation. out of a bad situation right. now it's used for good in a good way to make you look good and make you feel comfortable about who right. you are in your skin. Right. You know, but exactly. there's a lot of heritage behind it. There is That's a, just a so lot dope. of culture. So dope. And even with this whole topic, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, the crown act, you know, only certain people have braids, locks, bantu knots right. and twists. Right. I'm just going to go on record right. saying that. Um, and so it's very, that's why I said it's very close to my heart. So, and that being said, I know you had some questions for me, babe. <laughs> so let me let me ask you, um, and I'll just you can I mean, it's just a two parted, you know, you can phrase it how you want to phrase it. All right. So what I want to know is like when you started out doing this natural journey, how hard was it for you to not fall back into the creamy crack stage? <laughs> <laughs> as you call it, the creamy crack right. stage of the, you know getting a the, relaxer. The, just the relaxer in your hair. As well as like when you look back, like what what did that mean to you? You know, that journey of going through that from beginning to the end. All right. So it was very hard in the beginning for me to continue on the journey. Um, I remember and I think it was just because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Right. And I was I felt like I should have. Right. You know what I mean? It really was a very eye opening experience for me of how we truly were changing ourselves to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And I had a problem with that. And I think that's the one thing that allowed me to stick with it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give up. I am not going to give up trying to do my own hair the way God has made me and embrace it. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, then I'm just falling back in line to what somebody else says is Mm -hmm. better. Right. You know, it's better for you to get to, it's better for you to have straight hair. It's better for you to look like these folks opposed to like the, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. And so I think that was the reason why I stuck with it. But it was really hard because like I said, you know, I didn't know how to do my hair. I was a product junkie. Every time I <laughs> yeah. saw a different product that somebody else used or whatever, because the, the last one I used didn't work out. My hair didn't look like hers. Mm-hmm. I would get another product. And that's another thing. Like we're, in comparison, right. here I found these three people that were had all different type hair textures, okay? But I liked the way they presented it. I liked their journey. So mm-hmm. I would use what they used. But my hair texture was still different than so, theirs. So what you found out basically that in that moment of trying to go natural, you realized that 
just because they used a certain product doesn't mean that that was going to really turn your hair was going to turn exactly. out the same way as there because what you didn't realize was that everybody's hair texture is, is different. different and to take it a further a step further right you have different textures on your head. Yes, you do. Many different textures on your head. I mm. found, and you have, and it's just a matter of trial and error right. of trying to figure out what works best for you. And right. that getting that piece, everybody knows. I've said this before. I am not the most patient person. I want stuff <laughs> to work right then. So for me to figure out what that that was, mm-hmm. and and where those different textures were and how to marry a product with my hair texture, right. it took time. And well, that's understandable. And I didn't want it to take all that time. I didn't want to have to learn. I didn't want to have to keep having these. Mm. I mean, your hair is what people see. Right. So I was like, I don't want to keep having these crappy hair days. You know what I mean? I honestly, so that was very hard. I honestly think seeing you go through that journey, it, it helped you to grow. Ooh, um, okay. I know it did, but why do you think so? I mean, because it helped you to grow into your own self and being comfortable in your own skin with your hair mm-hmm. and not worrying about what other people thought. But also, Very true. you had a determination to find what really worked, worked. for you right. instead of just giving up. You continuously tried product after product after product. And and, and don't get it twisted now. It, your hair may not have looked like theirs looked, yeah. but it still turned out better than what you expected. Right. But it just wasn't to what you wanted right. it to be. Right. So it seemed like it was a failure. Right. But in my world, it really wasn't a failure. It was like, yeah. oh, babe, that's cute. Yeah. Such and such. Oh, yep. but you know how You're hard you supportive. are. No, 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 no. And I think that's also what made it easier for you to be able to continuously change because you had a supporter who had your back. And at the end of the day, it was all about what you felt and what this supporter wanted, which was me. Yeah. It didn't matter who else felt anything. Because right. as long as your husband thought you was fine, you were good. Yeah. And that's where that part of you, there was a part of you that was very secure versus mm-hmm. the, versus basis, based on what I felt. Right. But the insecure came in based on how you looked at yourself, how yeah. you perceived it in your own view of viewpoint of your own eyes. Totally. And then looking back, what does my natural hair journey mean to me? It's everything to me. Right. It's everything to me. I feel like there's nothing better than knowing how to do your own hair and have it look good. Right. And And you did that. And, you you know, for so many years, I would be trapped on a Saturday for hours. (laughs) Y'all don't get it. When you have that relaxer and you have to go get your hair done. You were in that salon for literally half the day. I'm sure it's a lot of women out there can, that can relate. Right. <laughs> and when relate. you when you take that that heck, control, I can relate. But, right. And I and, and I'm saying I can relate because I remember, you know, when I was in like, I think I just got out of school. Mm-hmm. It was way before I mentioned I was dating this one girl. Do y'all not know? Oh, my gosh. I don't know too many men to do this. And there are men out here. But it was the first and the last time. I was in that daggone Not shop the first and the last time. for eight freaking hours no lie. to get the hair done. Yep. Are you crazy? Ain't that much time in the world to be doing that. All I'm day. a man. I'm going in the barbershop. I'm in that tip for an hour max. Back. Yep. Maybe an hour and a half. If I'm in there a little bit longer, maybe two, two, three hours, that's because I'm in there running my mouth at that point. But right. the haircut is already cut. Right, right. Ain't nobody trying to sit up in there for you no eight freaking hours. Lied. And that's actually what started my natural mm-hmm. hair journey. I was due for a touch up. Right. 
And I was like, oh, I do not feel like being in there for no three, four hours. So I was like, let me see if I can just go another couple weeks, right? So I went another couple weeks. My Mm -hmm. hair didn't look too bad. I was like, let me go another couple weeks. I went a couple more weeks. And that literally is how it started. I think I didn't get a rely. I mean, I get a touch up for like, I don't know, three or four Mm -hmm. months. And I looked at my new growth and I was like, wow, it's kind of wavy. It feels good. It's silky. Hmm. Let me just see. Yeah. How long I can go? And then I call my mom up and ask my mom. Now, you know, that's trifling yeah. when you're a 30 something year old woman and you call your mom and go, uh, what does my natural hair look like? Because mm. I sure enough did not know y'all. That's what I'm trying to say. But it, it no has... clue. And she was like, oh, your hair is nice and blah, blah, blah. Which what does that really mean? Your right. hair was nice. But I was like, OK, let me go ahead and try this thing. Well, I mean, what else is she supposed to say? Well, She's I mom. mean, nice. What does that mean? What is, I mean, nice? because it. If you know mom and everybody, mom and parents is different. Mom was just in her own carefree world. She she was supportive, but she wasn't into it the way you was. So she didn't well, see. Well, actually, it. she was like, it was nice, and you right. have good hair. Hair, yeah. Good hair, y'all. For your folks that don't know what that means, good hair means when you have good hair, that means it's easy to manage. It's right. not as kinky, curly as some versions or right. some textures not up the way that the is you hair. can't get a comb right. through right so that's what she meant by that right. but that again that could be a whole nother podcast because that's a whole nother mm. thing that i really don't even like saying good hair anymore right. but she did tell me you know it's, it's nice hair blah, blah. when and by her saying that that's what made me even go down that road but it means everything to me that that I went through that natural hair journey and I stuck with it and mm-hmm. I am where I am right now. I, I love how it has grown so much far as how hair going into a shop, getting your hair done, because there are women that still be in the shop for hours like that. Oh, yeah. Nowadays totally. is a little bit different because usually when you're in the shop for a very long time, it's usually because you're getting a certain type of braid or extensions in your hair yeah so it's a little bit different nowadays yeah. you got you got stylists i know stylists who can who can do four five heads boom all right i need you coming in at this time this time yeah, this time and, right. she, and they moving they multitasking bop, 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 doing everybody hair and getting them done mm-hmm. i got this person over here under the dryer while i go ahead and curl this person hair yeah. up, and then i'm gonna move to this person hair and, and massaging it so I, I just think that it has evolved it totally so has. much it has to, to for it to be easy and it's a very lucrative business yeah um that had this continues to blow up right and there's so many right. products now I so remember when many I different first, styles when I first started my hair my natural hair journey mm-hmm. there weren't as many products now there and they definitely weren't in stores right. like they are now like you couldn't just go to Target Walgreens, Walmart even, and get curly hair products. Mm-hmm. It literally, you had to like get them online and right. now that's not the case. Um, so it's come a long, long way. And one thing I definitely, I know you already answered one of these questions I had mm-hmm. for you, but here's another one. Do you miss my straight hair? I know my mom does. <laughs> she always wants me to straighten my Man, hair. But all do you miss all my straight your friends, hair? you know, this is what kills me. I love you. I love your hair naturally curly. I mean, I mean, I'm all. I've always been about the natural thing. Yeah. Um, with you, and you knew that from day one because I was never a guy with you know. I don't need no female with a lot of makeup because that just, you know, I understand you got to put maybe a little bit of lipstick, a little bit of blush on, but when you caking all that foundation up, you know, 
to the point that it's no, coming it's coming me. off first of all how do we get on makeup even i mean but i'm just saying with <laughs> all of that that's just that's part yeah. of the image and yes, stuff of certain right. ways that you're you right. have to be nowadays yeah, you're right. but um i loved your hair curly i loved mm-hmm. it straight it didn't matter to me you were mm-hmm. beautiful either way i i think i loved it curly because it was just more natural mm-hmm. you with it being straight you had to really pull out the hair you know but and then at the end of the day god made your hair naturally curly yes so why not you know go around and flaunt that shit yeah, like you that. ain't never lied you know i mean and my hair never grew past mm-hmm. my bra strap when it was you know relaxed when it was curly my hair right. grew down to my butt yeah yeah, you had to pull the strand. You had to, you pull, had to pull it. You had to pull the strand because remember curly hair your, your shrinks still, up. Yeah, it still but does that. My hair, I had never seen my hair be as long as it was when it was actually in its thri- in its natural right. stri- natural state and thriving. Right. Truly you, thriving. You got the you got the question from a lot of our um, female family family members and friends, um, female friends who will always throw me in there like. Well, you should wear your hair straight. Yeah. Don't you think Javon would love? Don't don't put me in right. this. You know, yeah, like they I ain't got nothing to do with don't it. Don't you like, think he wants to see your yeah. hair straight? What it is, they wanted no, to see you your want hair to see straight. my hair straight. Yeah. Exactly. See how long it was. Exactly. So, last thoughts. Mm. Never look to the internet or social media for what you feel is beautiful. Right. That's fact. Because, like, if I had done that, you know, I would have never started my natural hair journey. You know, I would have never, I would, or if I did start it, I would have gone right back to putting the chemicals in my hair because that's not what everybody else thought right. at the time was beautiful or cool or right. pretty or whatever. Um, always go with what you feel is beautiful. God mm-hmm. made you in his own image. God, fear you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. Doesn't matter what color you are, it the color not. of your skin, it nothing, does not. how you look. It, it's you have to embrace ooh, the subject. fact that you have a body, that you are here, mm-hmm. that you have beauty within mm-hmm. you, and it, and if nothing else, God sees you as a right. masterpiece. Right. And I think we forget that, like you right. are a masterpiece. Right. And we we. We just fall short sometimes right. when we compare ourselves to other people because you're you. There's no comparison. There's only True. one you. That's that's factual. Unless there's you got a, unless you. you got a twin, but that's different. But they still <laughs> look the different. Only one you. Yeah, yeah. there's they still look right. a little different. Right. You Might know, identical, identical twins. Yeah, they still look a little bit different. So those are my last thoughts. Do you have any last thoughts, babe? Um, I would just say just strive to be your true self. Women, you are beautiful. All women are beautiful in every way. Know your worth, understand your worth, and don't allow anyone to chastise you or tell you otherwise Mm -hmm. that you're not worth what it is that you feel you are worth. And don't let nobody, you know, pull you down. Right. And that goes for our men too. Men, you are you are handsome. You are beautiful. You have you know, you need to also But we talking about women. I I know, but I just wanna I just wanna But even men with their hair and cornrows to be honest. I just wanna say you also, you know, know your worth. Be be authentically you. There is nobody else on this earth, twin, no twin, Mm -hmm. that is you. Right. You know? Babe, I'm gonna steal that. Love yourself. 
Yes. No, you're fine, babe. Love yourself. I was just learn to love yourself and work on your your insecurities. Mm -hmm. If you can learn to love yourself and work on your insecurities um, and believe in who you are and be comfortable in your skin, everything else will will flow the way that you want it to flow. Right. That's just what it is. And And it might. It might be uncomfortable sometimes mm-hmm. because we do, we are not we're ever changing. You right. know, you might gain some weight, lose some weight. Right. This might happen, that might happen. Right. But still, love who you are. Right. Just set your goals and, there you and, go. and accomplish those goals there to whatever go. it is that you're striving to be better than next. But make sure that it's based on your own judgment, not someone else's judgment. And don't be so hard on yourself. And the last thing I want to say is. Don't take yourself for granted. Ooh, that's stop so taking yourself for granted, especially Definitely. you women. Just stop taking yourself for granted love because it. again, you are very beautiful and you need to love yourself. And that's really what I want to say. Yeah, and beautiful inside and out. Facts. So thanks for listening, guys. We are so happy that you joined us on this episode. That's right. If you found value in this episode, please share it. And remember, when you choose to show up in faith, God, God will, will show, show up. out. That's right. Peace out. Peace out. I love it